Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Team I trust is the Central Arkansas Bears. They are opening the season tonight in Arkansas, 6 o'clock pregame on the point. Our sister station, 94.1, if you want to listen, or the Bear 91.3 here in Conway. But uh, I'll be on the call with Chris Kane, and our buddy Steve Owens will be on the sideline tonight with Coach Brown, hopefully not asking dumb questions. I think he'll do a great job. Coach Brown has been kind enough to come over and join us here. We're at the Student Center today. Coach, uh, are you concerned about Steve-O and his approach to the sideline tonight? <laughs> no, I'm not. That's I'm, not what you're worried about? No, trust me. Steve, Steve is, uh, Steve-O's done a great job already. I mean, he's, he's, uh, he's been out practice walkthroughs. I mean, he's, in, he's entrenched in what we're trying to do. And I think, uh, I think he's going to be a great addition to what we're, we're doing, and the broadcast is going to be big time. I'm I, excited about it. I agree. A lot of people have been telling me huge upgrade down there. So, no offense to RJ. So, Coach, uh, you know, Missouri State, a familiar foe. I mean, a little too familiar. I mean, you guys have uh, hooked it up three times in the last couple of years. Played them twice two years ago. And fortunate to get out with a couple of wins. Been really good games. And last year they, they got one on you guys. And I'd forgotten they scored at the very end of the game, made the margin look a little greater. But these have been yeah. tight games. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, all three of them have been four-quarter games. And I actually mentioned that earlier in, a, in an interview this week is that, you know, you, you were 2-1 and one in those games. But, you know, very easy could be 3-0 and oh or 0-3. Oh and three. I mean, it, all of them have been great games. If you're an observer or a fan or, 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 or watching the game, uh, then you've been entertained because it's, it's been battles. And so uh, I would expect tonight be n- to be nothing different. I mean, they're, they're a good football team. We're, uh, we're excited about the opportunity. Again, it's an opportunity that uh, you get to host a high-caliber opponent early in the year, kind of gauge what your team is about. Uh, and, 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 again, uh, you know, hopefully – Develop yourself some credibility if you can get a win, and that's huge for us because uh, obviously preseason-wise we're not where we want to be, and, and, and obviously that doesn't matter, but but this is an opportunity to get in the right direction. Yeah, this would certainly be a huge step up. And we, we talked on the coaches' show this week about Jacksonville State. You know, They were unranked in the yeah. preseason against the number 10 SFA team and absolutely handled them, and so it's an opportunity to really make a you know big statement. Do you like a big game out of the gate? Some some teams have a little softer opponent in the first one, but you guys have a big one out of the gate. I actually like it. I think it's, uh, one, it takes a little pressure off the team. I mean, look, every every uh, prediction I've seen, we're, we're, we're not favored in them, so uh, go out, let loose, have fun, and and uh, you know I would I would definitely uh, you know trend more toward playing a game like this as opposed to a game that you should win. I mean, you look, so many things can go wrong. I mean, like SFA should have beat Jacksonville State, right? Like by like by the polls and by the predictions and all that, but it didn't work that way. I mean, it's an opportunity to play against a a, a obviously respected ranked opponent with a great coach and coaching staff and players and transfers and uh, you know gauge us against a good team, and I'm excited about it. Somebody asked me yesterday about the program, and I gave some you know normal broadcaster answer but i want to ask you coming off a season like last year where you guys had a losing record it is very un central arkansas like it's certainly not what you guys are used to you know he asked me what's the feeling going into this year and i was like you know i think they they want to get back to the standard they're used to setting so i mean what is your feeling going into the season after last year yeah i think exactly what you said i mean bottom line we didn't meet our standard and and so i tell people this all the time central arkansas football has been good long before the the recent division one move i mean it's 100 plus years of really quality football and so winning tradition here has been something that's that's happened time and time again year in and year out so uh losing seasons don't happen very often here and so uh when you're coming off of that i think i think you you've got players that want to avenge what happened last year i think here's here's what my personal thought i think there's as much excitement around this team as maybe i've had since being a head coach maybe since year one of being a head coach uh and and i think that's a lot to do with fresh faces new maybe some new blood in the program you know, kind of some unknown, and uh, you know, and then and then just uh, 
you know, the, the, the feeling of playing a difficult schedule and an opportunity in a new conference, I think there's a lot of excitement. And I think uh, our players feel that and are going to feed off that as well. What do you think of Bobby Petrino, the play caller? Uh, he's unbelievable. I mean, I think he's, uh, you know, he is as – I don't care whether he's at Missouri State or the Atlanta Falcons, Razorbacks, wherever he's been, Louisville, you know, coaching a Heisman Trophy winner, he, he knows how to call plays. I mean, he, he knows how to scheme an offense. I mean – uh, everywhere he's been, he has he has uh, had electric offenses. He's had really disciplined teams, uh, and and he wins. I mean, bottom line, I mean, like you can think whatever you want about the guy, but in the coaching profession, he wins football games, and it's it's impressive to watch and prepare for. And uh, I can promise you this: Missouri State be one of the more well coached teams we play all year. Does he, does he do the same thing at Missouri State that he did at Louisville at Arkansas? Do you see the same plays? There's a lot of similarities. He's obviously not doing the same thing he did with Lamar Jackson and Ryan Mallett, right? Like, I mean, they're different type players, but mm-hmm. it's the same setup. I mean, he, he knows how to get quarterbacks prepared. I mean, look, like, he goes from, you know, a guy like Mallett, a guy like uh, a guy like Lamar Jackson to Jason Shelley, who's the preseason first-team All-American quarterback in the FCS. I mean, he just – he knows how to get quarterbacks ready, and so obviously your offense runs through your quarterback, and if your quarterback's good and successful, you're probably going to score points. And so, uh, yeah, a lot of similarities in what he does, but, again, I think what makes him so good is he does. He, he trends and he caters his offense to his personnel, and that's impressive. I mean, that's, that's a sign of a great coach. How about for you? We talked a little bit this week about the Arkansas flavor on your on your roster. And obviously, look, if they're wearing purple and gray, we're all good. It doesn't matter where they come from. But it is great to see, you know, high school football, you know, sending players to, yeah. to Division One football here in the state. So it's, it's great to see. And you've got a very Arkansas-rich roster. We do. And, and I take great pride in that, being an Arkansas guy myself, obviously from Russville High School and uh, having an opportunity to play at UCA as a, as an in-state product, so to me, you 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 recruit your state first. If it's apples to apples, you're always going to recruit the in-state kid over a kid from another state. You know, obviously, if you you got a better you know a higher prospect or a higher grade on a kid outside, you go get them. But but look, I want to recruit in-state kids first, and you know, there's no other Division one Division one school in, in in this state that has more full scholarship athletes on their team in football, and that's 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 us, and and it's not even close. And so uh, we've got we've got student athletes from 14 different different states it's a pretty pretty big number mm-hmm. but 40 percent of our roster is from the state of arkansas and that's a big deal at division one and and you know it's not like we're splitting a bunch of scholarships and right you know giving somebody you know a small amount i mean we we we, we invest in our players and we invest in in-state players and i think coaches around the state know that and i think i'm a i've been a big advocate of saying this i think each year goes by the caliber of player and the caliber of coaching goes up every year in this state of Arkansas in, in high school football. It's impressive. Ten of the 22 starters are from the state of Arkansas. Your kicker's from Arkansas. So you got a lot of, yeah, like we said, just a lot of guys from, from the state. Um, I want to ask you about Will McIlvain. Everything starts with the quarterback, and I know you're excited about his prospects. What What is going to determine whether or not he has a, a great season or not? What's going to be the deciding factor for well, you? Well, I think playing within himself. I, I, we know he's talented. He's done it. Uh, obviously, his success prior to our, our us having him at Northern Iowa, I mean, he won football games. He was put unbelievable stats up as a freshman i mean so uh he's had success i think just playing within himself don't try to do too much trust your teammates uh trust we've got a good run game that's going to help him out uh you know and then and then you know protect the football i mean if quarterbacks protect the football you're going to move the chains and so will's the type of kid that can make a third and six uh you know play and make, make an unscripted play on a third and six and c- keep the chains moving and that's something we haven't had the last three or four years with Braylon Smith and so uh, his element of of, dur- of of being a dual threat type quarterback is going to help us but play within yourself he's a relaxed poised kid I mean he's 
if you watch him, he's got a quiet confidence about him, and uh, and that's in a short amount of time of being here. So I can't wait to watch him gain gain experience in our offense, gain gain uh, gain the ability to just say, hey, I can do this, right? I can do this at UCA just like I did it at Northern Iowa. Uh, and look, you know. I think if you're looking for a quarterback matchup that's going to be a lot of fun, wait till tonight. Yeah. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Who are your vocal leaders? Uh, well, it's Austin Eldridge on offense is a great one, tight end. Mm-hmm. You know, he's played a lot of football for us. Uh, he plays mostly fullback for us, but he's in the tight end room. He does a great job. Uh, Jalen Hendricks on the offensive line, obviously, he's got the experience you're looking for. He's He, he seems to speak out a lot. Caden Brown on defense. Uh, Tamarian Wilson, who you're going to speak to mm-hmm. here in a little bit. I mean, he's a vocal guy. Um, so, yeah, you, you know, you've got to earn that vocal ability, right, for people to listen to you. And some, most of those guys are older guys that have been here and had success. So, um, you know, they, they, they do a good job of that. You guys, uh, you mentioned tight end, and you guys lost uh, one of your teammates, one of your guys That's over good. the summer in a tragic accident. Yep. I know you guys are going to honor him tonight through the season. Yeah, and, and – and, you know, we're dedicating this season to Garrett Thomas and, and obviously his family, the Thomas family. Jeff and Jennifer will be here tonight uh, to to, uh, to to watch the game. And I've been in, you know, constant communication with those two, and they've been just so so – they're just – they're just so blessed to, to, to still have a football family. And, and, you know, that's one thing I want guys to do. Like, what, look, Garrett Thomas wasn't just a guy. Garrett Thomas was a guy that, that epitomized what our program's about. He was a non-scholarship kid that was in, in line to earn a scholarship. Uh, he switched positions twice to find a way to, to make that happen. Uh, and he just, he just had the greatest attitude. He worked hard. He was relentless in everything he did, whether it was school, uh, in the social life, or on the football field. And so, um, obviously, a, a horrible tragedy, but something I hope, I hope our guys are going to play, play for him and play behind him. And we'll have a decal on the back of our helmet, a number 43 decal. Nobody's going to be in his number this year in honor of him. And uh, there'll be some, some different things that we do throughout the year yeah. that obviously, uh, hope, obviously honors Garrett. One other change we're going to notice on the uh, uniforms, in addition to the to the decal, is names on the unis for the yeah, first time in a yeah. long time. Which, thank God, because uh, <laughs> as a guy who does play by play with multiple numbers all over the place and some key guys, like yeah. you know, you got a starting safety and a running back, both the number four. I mean, not that they're going to be on the field at the same time, but there's a lot of key guys yeah. that both wear the same number on each side of the ball for you. Yeah, that that was something that w- has been in the works. Really, we talked about it the last couple of years, and just. You know, just just uh, timing wise, didn't work out for us. Had equipment equipment manager change, and so Zach Brady. I'm gonna give him a lot of credit. Our our director of player personnel and equipment staff is uh, Zach Brady, and he did a he and him and his staff have worked tirelessly on that. He's he's took up sewing, like he's he he know, he know he can he knows his way around a sewing machine now. Okay. And so uh, so it, it's 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 a great it's it was time. You know, the first time we've had names on the back of our jerseys, I believe, since 2003, um, 2003 football season. Uh, so it's it was it was time. You know, our guys. You know, it's 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 a little bit of an honor to be able to play. Obviously, you play for what's across your chest, but then you know you you, you want to represent your last name. You know, sure. your family and everybody back home. And what a great opportunity to have that on on ESPN Plus or three every week. Yeah. And, and and obviously in home and away games. Oh man, my dad was trying to get my name off the jersey. <laughs> You're an embarrassment. Take that off there. We got Darius Hill coming up next. Yeah. What do you want to see out of him? Well, one, I've I've challenged him in the off season. The you know the challenge is really like. Man, you, you, you come out on fire as a freshman. You rush for over 1,000 yards, almost 20 touchdowns. Uh, you know, I, I think I mentioned this to Justin in, our, in the radio show earlier this week. I mean, he, he's, he, he runs like Emmett Smith. Like, this kid could play for a lot of places. Like, this, like the fact that he's here is, is a, one, an amazing recruiting job by Coach Collins and Coach Gunnell. Um, but, two, just, just, uh, just is, is a blessing for the UCA Bears. But, like, 
avoid the sophomore slump. People know who you are, right? Why do people have sophomore slumps? Because they have a great freshman year and people figure out your weaknesses, what you maybe can and can't do as well. And so people people key on you. So so like Missouri State, yeah, you know, Darius came out game two last year. Missouri State didn't really know who he was, right? Like he's a true freshman playing his second game of his career. Well, they know who he is now, right? Like they're going to be ready for him and they're going to know his run style. They're going to know what he does well, you know, where we can box him in. So uh, Darius has done so well in the offseason. I mean, he's gotten, which I don't know how you can get stronger, but he's gotten stronger. Uh, He's gotten quicker. Um, You know, he's got tree trunk for legs. I mean, he's exactly, if you could build what a running back would you'd want him to look like, it would be Darius Hell. So look, offense is going to run through him. Offense is going to run through our running back room and, uh, we've got some special talents in that room, and and uh, it's going to start with Darius Hill. Yeah, Kylan James out of uh, Dumas too, and then you've got you know Tristan Smith who yeah. got hurt early but showed some great flashes yeah. early on. They're all kind of similarly built. They're yeah. just kind of bowling balls. I mean, I think your yeah. tallest guy is six feet, but they're all yeah. about two fifteen, two twenty. Yeah, good sized kids. I mean, all of them have big legs. Um, and 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 look, if you if you want to go low on them, you can go low on them, but you're going to take a hit too. I mean, that's 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 the kind of legs that they have, and. Uh, you know they understand that, and, and you know we've got we've got we brought in a couple of freshmen that got a little bit of speed too that could could mix into the uh, the equation as the season goes on a little bit. Um, and Isaiah Broadway and Travell Anderson, uh, but man, that's a deep running back room. It's as deep as I've had. So uh, we're going to take advantage of it. Talking to Nathan Brown here on the campus of Central Arkansas Bears tonight against the Bears of Missouri State, the uh, opening Division One game in the state. You mentioned the conference coach, and you know your schedule is riddled with ranked teams, uh, including Ole Miss, which is ranked in the FBS, but. You know, we talked about Missouri State. You got Kennesaw State, team that's picked to win the A Sun this year. They're ranked in the top twenty in the preseason, and then uh, you got Stephen F. Austin, which I don't, I didn't, I guess I didn't update the uh, the rankings, see how far they fell after the loss to Jacksonville State, but a team that'll be a quality opponent, as yeah. you know from last year. But uh, it's a great schedule, and uh, also get a trip to Idaho for the first time <laughs> for all of us. So. I don't know if anybody that's going on that trip has ever been to Idaho before. I know I haven't. I, I don't. I don't know of many. Oh. Steve East. Steve East, of yeah. course. Yeah, he's he's been he everywhere, is. man. As uh, the song goes. I don't know many players that we 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 kind of mentioned it to him. Uh, I don't think we've got any players that have been to Idaho. I know I haven't. So uh, that'll be a great experience. But yeah, y'all have Dr. Teague on in, in the twelve o'clock hour. Y'all can thank him for me for this schedule. I need to ask him about future schedules too. A lot of people are starting to wonder, well, what's going to happen in college yeah. football? Well, I think it's all fluid. I mean, and, and he can answer that better than I can, but. I mean, it's all the trickle effect, right? Everybody's waiting to see what the SEC does and Big 12 and Big 10 and who they're going to add. And, you know, so it's, I think schedules are going to be very fluid over the next three, four, five years. And, and obviously having Dr. T get the helm, he's he's got enough connections and done this long enough that he'll he'll be right in the mix and we'll have we'll have a great schedule moving forward. Is there a team out there you want to play? <laughs> well, I, I, the, the, you, said, you asked that's funny because in 2020 it's crazy because I've always wanted to play North Coast State. And so we had the opportunity to go to North Coast State in the COVID year and had our chance. I mean, we had the lead with eight minutes left in the game and, and had some unfortunate penalties late that kind of hurt us. But uh, that's always a team that, that I rank high, high on that list as far as FCS goes. Um, you know, I'd love to go play the Razorback at some point. That'd be fun, right? Yeah. I mean, just an yeah. in-state opportunity, a chance to financially gain for University of Central Arkansas as well and, and, and uh, you know, take a swing at those guys. But, look, it's fun to play SEC opponents, getting a chance to play Ole Miss. I think we've got Colorado, or, excuse me, Oklahoma State on the schedule next year. Uh, obviously, we love playing Arkansas State. Uh, so uh, any FBS opportunity is a big deal for us. But, look, if, if we can play – if we can play uh, a, a good quality FCS opponent like a North Dakota State, like a Missouri State, uh, in the non-conference, we played Montana in the past, Montana State, I mean, Eastern Washington, those are the types you want to go against because that's the best there is at our level. Yeah, opening next year, obviously got a whole schedule to get through this year, but next year, <laughs> open at Oklahoma State, then at UAPB, and then at North Dakota State. That's a good stretch. Yeah, that's <laughs> a tough fun. start to the that'll season, but that'll be a blast. So, yeah, I hope fans are going to circle their uh, – 
circled that on their calendars because the North Dakota State trip is a that's a fun that was a fun time last time. Yeah, and I, and and you know we didn't get the full effect. You know, that, yeah. that was a COVID year where I think. You know, I don't know how many fans they let in there. Not very many, but, right. but that's a bucket list type trip, I would think, for most people at our level of football. What do you think about Trey Lance? He's good, man. How do you think he'll do at the at the NFL level? I know this: the Purple Bears were the only people that picked him off in college, so yeah. that's that's a pretty big deal. It was Nick Neck Wasser, right? That's right. Yep, that's right. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was nice. You know, he's still you know he's still a young guy though. Yeah, man, I wish. It? I mean, he's he's got all the intangibles and all the physical traits you want to be a great quarterback. I don't think there's any doubt about it. I mean. I'm sure now he's kind of looking over his shoulder now that they re-signed Jimmy G a little bit. But, hey, they say it's his. And so I think he's got a chance to go run with it and hopefully he has success because that's that's a good look for the FCS. I mean, for a guy that gets drafted that high and then have success, I mean, that's good for our for our level of football. Your boy Tom Brady is the uh, – I think they're the pick to win the NFC. By the way, the Eagles are now the favorite in the East. Um, Everybody's loving the Eagles right now. I guess so. I guess they've had – They just signed a defensive Saints, back from the Saints. Yeah. I, I, read, I read something off Nolan.com this week, too, and they feel like they're so deep at defensive back they weren't even worried about it. That's why they felt like they could let him go. Oh, wow. I thought it was because they couldn't sign him to a long-term contract. Well, they felt like they're so deep there it didn't matter. Oh, okay. That's a good that's feeling. The, that's the yeah. Nolan. That, yeah. I got you. It's always <laughs> nice to be so deep at any position, right? No doubt. What do you think about uh, Tampa Tom this year? Well, right? one, uh, Luke Brown. Uh, that was his first round draft pick. Okay. In the uh, his fantasy football league. That's coaches. So those so so that uh, so that that's probably against fantasy football one hundred and one is drafting a quarterback first. Oh right? yeah, no so, doubt. But but Luke Brown's t- Tom all the way. So yeah, well, I don't know where he got that. He didn't he, he didn't care. He was he was he was and he and he was first to tell me. He goes, Dad, you know he's forty five, and I go, Yeah, I know. That's that's fine. Yeah. You know he he went and took his two week vacation and he's back and he's feeling good and yeah, yeah. refreshed. Honestly, like what, like I know there's going to be a cliff at some point, and I, you know I'm a TB12 guy, and, and I think the world. I mean, you don't want just win seven Super Bowls and go to ten or eleven Super, uh, Super Bowls, and in, in, in his career, I mean, half the time he's in the stinking Super Bowl. You know, like that's crazy. But I mean, everybody's asked talking about his offensive line. Well, are they going to be able to protect him? Well, Tom didn't make it to 45 by holding the football. Right. <laughs> he's going to get the football out, and he's got some pretty pretty good weapons around him, especially if things stay healthy. No doubt. Uh, does it bother you that your son is on a uh, track to be a running back and not a quarterback? <laughs> he does, well, I'll tell you, at this point in his career, I'm great with that. That's I'm, I'm great with that. I promise you, he did not get his speed from me. He probably got it from his mama. The dude can fly. Have you seen any video of this kid? <laughs> no. You need to check out, well, Jessica's the, the promoter we call her, but she's, I mean, her, Nathan's put some stuff out to you that this kid is, he's the fastest dude on the field. It's unbelievable. If he could be Christian McCaffrey, I'll be fine with that. Yeah, that'd be awesome, wouldn't it? <laughs> and maybe he'll transition into a, a, a very dangerous dual threat guy. Who knows? I, you know, I know. How's he throw it? He throws pretty good. Yeah, I mean, he's he's and he's starting kid pitch baseball this this fall, so he's going to be pitching a little bit. And so, what are the recruiting rules on your kid? Your own kid? <laughs> well, I'm allowed to attend his games. Oh, that's, that's not. I'm not. I'm st- not stuck to a dead period. How early that. can you offer him? <laughs> I could. Well, I mean. If I don't offer him, I'm not going to be able to go home. That's probably true. I don't know that I want to coach my son at yeah. any point, but but it'll yeah. be. Uh, I mean, no offense. You hope he outperforms. You know, this level. Let's hope he gets he ends up with a Nick Saban offer. There's no doubt. I may I may uh, I may pull Lane Kiffin in close and just say, hey, there's this third grader, in Conway, <laughs> Arkansas. You need to go take a look at him, yeah. man. That'd be cool. <laughs> well, coach, I appreciate you. Good luck tonight. Looking forward to to seeing the game. I mean, we're all ready for some football. I know you guys are tired of hitting each other and yep. talking about it. You're ready to rock and roll. So well, it'll be fun. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a great night. Expect a big crowd. Gonna be perfect weather. Um, and and that's that's the best part is uh is Conway's football's back in Conway, and we appreciate you guys being on campus and promoting it. And, and uh, that's a big deal. Letting us letting us talk about our guys. Uh, last thing here, Gary, who agreed with me that Wes had tip off earlier, not uh, kickoff. Um, he wanted me to ask. So excited line. for the Cincinnati Arkansas game to tip off. Whoa, whoa, easy. Oh, thank you. Kick off. You said tip off. Oh, they're they're proving proving it. One more time. (laughs) So excited for the Cincinnati-Arkansas game to tip off.
Yep. It's weird. Her kickoff. Just like tip-off. It sounds similar. Um, <laughs> offensive line real quick, and then we'll let you go. Yeah, uh, we've solidified both tackle spots. Justin Larry's back for a second year as being the starting starting right tackle. Left tackle is going to be a brand-new starter in a redshirt freshman, Frazier Rose. He's 6'6", 305 pounds. Uh, he's he's uh, he's a big, physical, strong kid, very athletic. Uh, the, both of those guys have had great camps. They've had to block really good defensive ends, and that's 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 helped them a lot. Sure. Uh, inside, we're, we've got a lot of familiar faces: Josh George, uh, William Mayo, Jalen Hendricks. Uh, you know, some guys that have played a lot of football for us. Keep an eye out on for Will Diggins, true freshman out of Bryant High School. Okay. Um, again, six foot four, about three hundred fifteen pounds right now. Uh, he's ready to play. I wow. mean, I don't know how much he'll play tonight, but uh, we will try to rotate him in. But he, if we had to throw him out there, he'd be ready to go. Another freshman to keep an eye is Mark Welsh from Camden Fairview, about six three, three hundred ten pounds as well. Um, just, just a, just a mountain of a man, strong kid. And then center is center has been solidified. You know, we lost Toby Sanderson, who started forty plus games for us. Jack Green transferred from South Alabama. Will be our starting center. Uh, he's he solidified that spot with Jacob Cox being his backup, and his, Jacob Cox will play a lot tonight too. He's about six foot four, three hundred ten pounds. And I think Justin, you mentioned this. We've recruited big guys. I think that's important, uh, especially for our running game. Get Darius and Kylan and Tristan behind those guys, and um, you know it's been important. It's that point of emphasis. I, I expect big things out of our O line this year. We're cutting into Darius's time, so we better go, Coach. Uh, I appreciate you. Yep, appreciate you guys. Good luck tonight.